Welcome to Etc. I'm Anne. And I'm Casey. Hi, and welcome back to Etc., the podcast with Anne and Casey, real live exes who catch up over two drinks weekly. Hi, Casey. Hey, Anne. How you doing? Well, I'm doing okay. I don't have my two drinks this week, though. Uh, I'm only one drink in so far. <sighs> I wish I was. I'm just bottled water in. Ugh. I know. Hotel so boring. Water. Yeah, because I'm working. Would you say that we are nailing technology so far? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're definitely not. And you know, For- the crazy thing is, is that you know 100% more than I do. I was, I'm, I'm so inadequate. I was telling my boss, I said, oh, yeah, my friend Ann and I were making this podcast. And she's like, oh, what's it about? And I'm kind of telling her. And I said, um, you know, this and that and whatever. And, and she goes, oh, I'm so glad you're learning how to do that. Then that's a skill you can bring to work. And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I'm not doing any of it. <laughs> I'm just talking into a microphone that Ann forced me to get. <laughs> But okay, I'll uh, take notes. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you following along at home, we are on episode, this is episode three. Um, Casey and I recorded a huge episode last night that we both felt was hilarious and going great. It was hilarious. I thought it was going really well. And we lost a ton of it. Yeah. Um, Basically all of it. So... That was a big downer. Suddenly you were frozen you were on the screen. I thought you were going to cry for a minute. I, well, if I wasn't just jacked up on Prozac and Wellbutrin, I probably would, but I can't shed a tear mm, at the moment. Yeah. You can't <laughs> shed a tear anymore. Not one. <laughs> I was telling my friend Jen uh, what kind of person you are, and I said, you know, she 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 cries at like long distance commercials, which I do. are completely non-existent anymore but like hallmark commercials whatever yeah. i'm like it was just one of our standing jokes that you'd be like anything sentimental and you would just immediately break down in tears i know uh, so. i was feeling and and even today though <laughs> so funny that you say that because i'm like sitting through these seminars about children and racism and like all of these things and I'm like typically I would just be a ball right now like just in tears this medicine is really working out for me (laughs) and then I was watching the the voice as I was doing some work in the hotel room and I I felt a little twinge of oh and then no it was nothing it was just a false alarm (laughs) And then the Prozac You were almost in. human for a moment. I was almost. In. And I am very pro. I don't want anybody to think that I'm not. I'm not dissing pro, you know, mental health and getting a medication when you need it and everything like that. I'm very pro that. And I'm, this is really working for me. I'm not joking. And I still can <laughs> laugh. And that's the important thing, right? <laughs> I mean, you can laugh, but you can't cry. So. I just not yet. I, you know, I probably maybe down the road a little. I'm not worried. See, I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> baby steps. Baby steps. I know. I know. Typically, I, mean, I would be having anxiety about why I'm not crying, but nope, I'm fine. <laughs> isn't that great? Isn't that a great feeling to not be like so wound up, so completely tight? Yeah, it is a great feeling. I mean, feeling. don't get me wrong. I still feel, I still feel like I'm a hot mess most of the time. Like, you know, we no. had talked about the other day. Like, did I make a big deal out of something that didn't need to be made a big deal out of? But prior to Zoloft, I would have just been a hot mess about everything and worrying yeah. about things that don't need to be worried about. Right. And now I just focus on the really important things, like cheese graters and are they going to kill me and you know potato peelers are they going to shred my skin off I mean, uh-huh. uh-huh totally logical things like that you know going back to that episode about talking about our fears so mm-hmm. I realized that 98% of my fears have to do with the Grand Canyon of which I've never seen I've never been to I've seen photos of it and that's about it and I've decided that's as close as I want to get right but I found out that my sister, one of my older sisters, actually was in the Grand Canyon. She 
for nine days or something like that, she hiked the Grand Canyon as we were podcasting about it. And um, she sent me video today of this like suspension bridge across it that she went on. I was like, oh my God, never. But I thought it was really funny that she was doing it as we were talking about it. Like you're a brave woman, braver than I. A suspension bridge is totally one of my things. Like I, I I wouldn't say I have a fear of heights, Mm -hmm. but I'm not a huge fan of them. (laughs) I'm not scared of heights as much as I'm, you know, I'm just not in love with heights. I'm I'm sorry. I I apologize. It's not not you. It's me. me. (laughs) But so it's always like. You know, I'm the overly cautious one in my relationship and Mm -hmm. I get a fair amount of flack for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be the one who survives. So fine with me. Right. (laughs) And so we went to Disneyland Mm -hmm. and there's this whole I don't know what it's called now. I think it's whoever that little explorer is from up. It's his world. Dora. Oh, uh uh-huh. No, she's not even Disney. Dora is Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Get your okay. shit together. God, you call yourself a, a mom. I've never I've never claimed to be a good mom or no, even a mom that knew a lot about kids. I just happened to stumble into motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> and so, now I have these kids. <laughs> so there's this whole like ropes coursey thing there. And it's this oh. you climb up all these nooks and crannies, and then there's this huge walk across thing. And oh, it's wow all rope is it for kids or for adults adults too oh okay but like my kids and my wife just book across it no big deal Mm -mm. i literally stood there for a good 15 minutes sweating (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then i was like okay other people have done it they're still alive whatever (laughs) and then i'm like well i can't backtrack i gotta get across because they're all way ahead of me now like none of them Mm -hmm. even waited for me (laughs) so I gingerly went across, like, along the sides, like, ripping off <laughs> <big> wedding rope. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife is all, I'm so proud of you. I can't believe you made it across. And they're all like, yeah, we thought for sure you wouldn't do it. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't pretty. Trust me. But no, I, did I made it, it to the other Because I'm a warrior. Yeah. Or that thing where now they have at what is it? The Sears Tower where you can walk out into this. Oh, yeah. No, the like, glass, glass thing. thing. No. Nope. Oh, hell no. That's not for me. Or have you seen hotels with like glass swimming pools suspended? Like it's on the roof. But that's, No, that's not. No. Right? That's, no. Did I no. tell you I jumped off the stratosphere though? Is that in Vegas? Yeah. You did? Yeah, I did. I kind of vaguely remember this during uh-huh. your your TMT yeah. days. days. Yeah. yeah. So the boss took us all to Vegas and he's like, you can do whatever you want and make it memorable and whatever else. And so I Tracy was going to jump off and that was great. We got all the pictures and yada, yada, yada. And this one woman was like, yep, yeah, I'm doing it. She gets all suited up. She goes up there and can't do it. So the guy's like, well... We have this slot. Does anybody want to? You're not going to get refunded for it. Does anybody want anybody else in your group want to do it? And I'm like, this is the, this is the one thing I can do to be brave. Like, okay, I the one thing out of all the things. I don't know. Like, I was just something came over me because well, it stems back to when we were in Ireland and my dad and I wasn't gonna bend over the back of the Blarney. You know, you have to like bend over backwards over the Blarney stone. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And my dad sat, sat me down and he's like, this is the one chance. This is the only chance you'll ever have to do this. You might never be able to come back. And the way he was saying it and the way he was so passionate about it, I was like, okay, you're right. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to so- kiss this filthy <laughs> rock that millions have been Affected mouth. Uh, yep, exactly. For me. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. And, and that's <laughs> when you got herpes. <laughs> <laughs> that apparently sticks with you forever, but yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, it's a gift that keeps on giving. So the 
stratosphere. So I was like, my dad kept flashing in my head, like going, this is the, this is the only chance. Nobody's going to bring you to Vegas for free, pay for this, blah, 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 blah. And even have this opportunity again. So I'm like, I'll do it. So I get all strapped up and I weigh myself just to make sure I wasn't too fat to do it. They should have talked about that before I made the decision. (laughs) Well, thanks. Something I wasn't too fat. (laughs) And so I get up there and it's like, you know, it's a controlled fall. So you're strapped in and, um, but you're looking down. I mean, you're standing on the edge of this little tiny ledge, this little thing. And you have to just fall forward. And so I'm like, uh, you know, you panic. You just go through all of these emotions. You're sweating and you're looking around and it was nighttime and all the lights and, oh, you know. And um, so I like kind of squat down like <laughs> as if I were going to poop my pants. And I just kind of get into this like fetal position on the thing. And the guy's like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Stand up, stand up. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I stand up and I'm like, I said some weird prayer right before I did it. And I'm, and I just went for it. And I'm like, what the, it was the craziest thing. I've, it was so crazy. And I, I don't do that kind of stuff. Like that's not me. I'm not no. that person who's like, it's yo, let's go. Peer pressure. I, well, it was, no, it was my dad's, it was my dad's little, his yeah. little speech. I mean, and I'm it's, like, wow. it's true. It it's, is true. You have to seize the moment with some things that, that's you true. Know, yeah. That everyone else is surviving that you could probably do also. And now I'm like, yeah, I jumped out the stratosphere. <laughs> There's some days when I think I kind of want to jump out of a plane. Really? But then I just don't think I could do it. I think I would just freeze and they would have to shove me out. And I don't <laughs> think legally they'll do that. No. I don't think so. <laughs> you, know, you could be strapped to somebody and do it. You yeah, know? but that's even worse. Like, I feel like my control issues would just be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Like, I'll do a lot of risky <laughs> stuff if I'm the one initiating and in uh-huh. charge of it. Like, uh-huh. I'll drive super fast if it's me. But heaven forbid <laughs> somebody else go, you know, a smidge over the speed limit. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a little risky. <laughs> you but might want to slow down. Yeah, what is it? What is really it here? Big curve coming. Oh, when we drove to. Um, Sequoia, not Sequoia, Yosemite. Oh my gosh. There were times I just had to close my eyes because it just seemed like we're going so fast and it's just like one lane, windy, windy, and it's just nothing off the side. No railings, just no sheer drop off. Oh God. Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, I I need to know, they need to post stories about this, that stuff. I mean, maybe this is a fear that we don't even need to have, but nobody's posting like safety records from those roads. You know what I mean? Like they should say zero deaths this year on this road. You're fine. You know, like post (laughs) a sign. Seven days accident free. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The months of November. Anybody drove off a cliff here. Yes, exactly. I think that's the, that's what they, like motivational oh, I, signs. I swear, like once a week, a car goes off a canyon out here. Holy crap! Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, they're like on the beach, like just almost every day. I swear, it's not every day, but it's at least once a week. Wow! I have to really keep track of it. But from what? From speeding? Yeah, probably or drunken dry. I don't know. It's just windy. It's not hard to do. You just have to pay attention and not be a jackass. I don't know. And when when it rains, people drive. Isn't that the like theme really of life here. though? You just, just have to pay attention and not be a sausage. That's it. That's all right. you have to do to be like, a decent just, human being. Right? <laughs> just pay attention and not be an asshole. Right. Um, I agree. Like I don't need my kids to be doctors and lawyers. I just want them to not be assholes. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. Bottom line. Like before Okay, taking me I'm thinking back now. So would you say you're more afraid of dying now that you have children than you were before? Um, no, my fear of death is crippling and it has been forever. I told you when I was a little kid and I used to lay in my bed and with the lights on because I was afraid of the dark and I would put my hands over my chest like you see, you know, 
people in coffins. They have mm-hmm. their hands crossed over their chests. And I would close my eyes and I would think, this is what it's going to be like when I'm dead. <laughs> totally same. Totally accurate. And, and I know. And then I would freak myself out and run into my parents' room and be like, I'm scared. Can I get in? Can I get in? And then my dad would be like, no, go lay in the hallway. <laughs> oh so then gosh. I'd lay in the hallway and I'd think, this is how it's going to be when I'm dead. In a, in a hallway. <laughs> Except in a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel like that uh that funeral home job worked out for you as far well, as your you anxiety know, goes? okay so this is that was one of the reasons that i got the funeral home job was because you know we lost lisa and um the fear of you didn't lose her you know where she is yeah well it's not like so you her, can't find her. <laughs> her spirit is gone r.i.p r.i.p we don't speak yeah. ill of the dead <laughs> no we um, laugh because otherwise we cry yes that's true um so lisa died and then i was like man this is really affecting me i need to a get out of my current job because it was crazy town but then b there's this opportunity at the funeral home and i thought i'm gonna face this fear head on and i it was really a good experience i mean the funeral home industry is kind of weird but just being around it was and seeing like just everything how passionate people were to help families and stuff was just really neat to see. And mm-hmm. plus, but then, it, <laughs> then things got weird <laughs> because I would go, it would be like my job at the end of the night when ever, I would be the only one in this massive funeral home and I'd be locking up. And um, so there would be people laid out in, in the, their, coffins or their whatever you know in the in the chapels mm-hmm. getting f- prepared for the next they, day's service or something like that so like they might be out there waiting already for the next mm-hmm. day because they're going to be like the first morning showing or something yes exactly okay is so, it closed no so that would be my it's thing. wide open <laughs> yes so that no so that would be my thing like i'd go around and turn off all the lights this i'm i'm saying this funeral home was mad it wasn't your typical little like hodunk funeral home it was huge so and it was gorgeous and it was spooky and um so i'd go around turning off all the little lamps everywhere and turning off all the lights and blah 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 blah. and i would go up to like you know Evelyn and I'd be like oh Evelyn you look so pretty. You're looking good Evelyn. Yep your family loves you so much and they're gonna miss you and so I got into this weird habit of talking to the dead people (laughs) (laughs) and then I oh yeah but I still love and I I mean it was I thought it was a sweet gesture (laughs) I could see where it'd be for a person like you it'd be I don't know. It would have its pros and cons because you are, you're, you're a very kind, nurturing person. You're, you're a provider, you're a caregiver. And to, to think that just because they've passed on doesn't mean that they don't, you know, they still should be nurtured and cared for. I agree. That's something you agree with. But at the same time, knowing that you get spooked out and you're afraid of the dark (laughs) and things creep you out. Yeah. I can see where that would just maybe not be healthy either. Yeah. They used to have competitions to see who could make me cry fast, the fastest or the first in the day. So like Monday morning would roll around. They'd be like, oh, Casey, did you hear what happened over the weekend with blah, 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 blah? And I'd be like, no, what? And so they would tell me the big story of, you know, how this person passed away and they had a million kids and did, or some tragic story or whatever. And I'd be like, <laughs> And then they'd be like, man, you won, you know, or something. I'm like, wait, what, what, what is happening? Well, like who we, can make her cry by yeah, 805? Yeah. They bet on who, who could make me cry the fastest, like the first during the day. I'm like, you guys suck. Man, ass. you could clean up now that you're on those meds. <laughs> I You'd be know. like, you just try to make me cry. Right. I'm, I am a stone face. Suckers. <laughs> no feeling. Nope. I, I can write an obituary without shedding a tear. Boom. 
I can make some memorial plaques and I'm not boohooing all over everything because thank God for Prozac and Wellbutrin. <laughs> and here are your pamphlets for the showing. I'm sorry, these are a little soggy. Yeah. Just a little bit of my tears. <laughs> I know. I did love that job though. Oh, I really did love it. It just got. It was the weirdest job. It just was so weird. And then I was in the... Also uh, that like weird fascination like with the morbid side of it too. Like like it creeps me out, but I can't not look or I can't... Like I I have to know. What? Just like stuff, like what they do, what they... I read stuff. I look at... I follow this... um, this forensic person on Instagram and then I follow this other mortician on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it's fascinating. Well, you know, one of my very good friends that I met at the funeral home I used to work at near Milwaukee, um, that's where we met and she's a funeral director and now she's a funeral director in the town that we live in. And she's amazing. Like, first of all, she allows me to ask all of the questions. Right. And then, um, you know, she'll, Tell me what, but just the, just the sheer like capacity of just, she's such a caretaker and, um, she just excels at her job. Like it is an, it's really an art, you know, it really is an art. And I am fascinated by these people who are able to do it, but, um, but, you know, there's like just a downside in every profession and they're all burned out and it's all compassion fatigue and all this stuff is happening to these amazing people in this industry, in the funeral right. industry. So, yeah. Well, can you, you know, tell Wayne... I'm I'm at a conference all about crap like that? <laughs> all about what? No, we, my last session was about compassion fatigue. So now that's what? on my mind. Wow, look at how that just wove into I know. That. I just, ooh, it's like an art. God, Do you have any good God. overheard from okay. your conference? No. Well, what's the scene well, I, like? This, is there a lot of so, old people, a lot of young people, a lot of weird people? I've actually been at two different conferences. So the first conference I was at was way up north. And it was really way up north people okay. mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. and all much older than myself okay. very kind people i mean they're really really nice and they're all foster parents and um some workers were there and adoptive parents and everything like that which is great the conference was great the people were great but i was sandwiched in this little tiny conference room which you know, I don't want people around me. I'm that person. Like I'll sit right in the back in the corner by myself. Thank you very much. But I got sandwiched in between these two people. One was this dude who, you know, that guy who he has a lot of pens in his pocket. He has suspenders and a belt on, Mm -hmm. you know, he has always carrying like a, 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 um, like a supermarket bag with him. Well, Mm -hmm. he was, he had three, Diet Mountain Dews prepared on the table. He had a bag full of chili peppers. Oh, he was setting in for the long haul. <laughs> a bag full of chili peppers. Chili peppers? Yeah, like he had red this. Hot? Yes, he had this. Um, he was going to eat yeah. chili peppers raw and drink Mountain Dew. Yes, I'm in telling you. In a room you. full of people. Yeah, it's there's more. He had a big, huge bag, a loud bag of um, trail mix from like a Costco or a Sam's Club or something, you know? Yeah, big one. Uh Uh-huh. And so he would crinkle that and like dunk his cup in it and try to, you know, get a cup full of, of, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, trail mix. But then he would put it in his hand and like, you know, like, oh, put it back and it would crumble all over his shirt. So he was on one side of me. I'm (laughs) sure he was a delightful person. I was just, you know, whatever. Who eats me being chili mean. peppers for a snack? <laughs> like, That's guy. not like they're olives. Oh my god! If it were olives, it would be just as bad. Olives would be just as bad, if not worse. Gross! You don't <laughs> eat that kind of food in a conference room. Sitting no, it's like eating a tuna sandwich on an airplane. He probably no. had one in his bag. Probably. And on the other side of me was this woman who seriously could not sit still and she was doing a, like four different knitting projects at once or crocheting or something oh, like that what a good idea <laughs> i'm sure it worked for her and i'm sure again she was a delight and a lovely woman at that but 
me being me, first of all, being between two people I don't want to be between. And then they're both like actively just being. You couldn't stop getting <laughs> I, up in their Kool-Aid. I was a mess. I was sweating. I was You're like, like, what is she making? She- is it a scarf? <laughs> is this a sweater? Is it, what is, is it booties? What is yeah, it? Yeah, it was like baby hats, but, um, or there's a few things going on. But then I'm like, you know, when you're in that position, it's a kind of like being stuck in the middle seat of an airplane. When you're in that position, all you can think about is having to get up and get out. Like, right. oh my God, I'm going to have a pugency right now. And then right. what? And then I'm going to have to make knitting lady move. Oh, she's not going right. to want to move. Like we're, I, there's no right. room in here for me to even breathe. Like I was freaking out. Chances are better that Pepper guy was going to have a pugency. I mean, <laughs> hot pugency. With all the nuts and the chili peppers. And oh my God, you're right. He didn't go to the bathroom once now that you mention it. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get it. I know. It's just, right. so then just you get people a little are so because, weird. Well, why didn't you pick an end seat? I was I was alone at the time. I didn't know how crowded it was going to be. So where I sat, I was like, okay, this is adequate space nobody's gonna sit next to me because there's like one seat and then one seat you know what i mean how people spread yeah. out who's gonna want to sit right next to me Who nobody gets all cozy right up to the person there when there's empty chairs exactly so well these two serial killers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he could have been one i don't he very well could have been who knows knitting lady could have been one too i'm not positive yeah she'll do it but. with her knitting needles mm-hmm. yeah so but that's that a was- good strategy to stay awake at like you know, the rooms are always hot and then the fans are on mm-hmm. and you start to get sleepy. Mm-hmm. And in my industry, they're very conscien- conscious of all of that. You know, like they're very over the top accommodating. So right. like even at this at the um, conferences today, so we go in and there's all of these toys in the middle of every table, like all of these pipe cleaners and fidget toys and oh, markers great. and coloring things and stuff. And I'm like, fantastic. But then I can't stop watching the people who are <laughs> doing all of these things like an idiot. You know, like I'm like, oh, huh? what are they making? Is that a flower? How are they doing this? Is that a carrot out of pipe cleaner? <laughs> like, I can't pay attention to the person who's talking because I'm watching the other person making a craft. But <laughs> did you see that in Pinterest? How? Well, <laughs> how do you know? How is that a natural ability to know how to make a lilac out of a pipe cleaner? <laughs> did they really do that? Yes, and it turns out that they also grew lilacs. I mean, lavender, lavender. Oh, I was like, lilacs, those are like a big bush, aren't they? It's not hard. <laughs> lavender. And lavender farmers. Oh. And she knew how to make lavender out of a pipe cleaner. It's oh, in her blood. She does. Mm-hmm. I have lavender in my yard. Do you really? It's yeah. very green thummy. No, it just grows. Oh. It just does its thing. I guess it's like you can make a ton of money off of of, well, there's a um, whole like lavender festival here. Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. But it's hot. Yeah, I bet. So what oh. else? What else? I got nothing. You know, I barely ever leave the house. What else? Um. Oh, well, we talked about this a little last night, but I'll tell you. <laughs> so when I come to a hotel, I just I oh, I have you know I really have to tackle my eating issues. But anyway, so um I. Last night, get in, and I'm like, okay, what am I going to eat for dinner? So I go and I get the sushi and everything that I like, and mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I was like, so passionate about the. Sushi. I was so full. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I was like, right, rolling in the bed. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> why would I have done that stupid? Rice thing? is expanding in your get stomach. your shit together. Yeah, and um, so. Tonight, I come into the room and I'm like, okay, well, I could go get more sushi <laughs> because, you know, I'll never be able to have it when I'm at home. But then I'm like, I screw this. I'm not eating a goddamn thing. So I'm I'm hungry and thirsty and I'm just sitting in, in my, my hotel room now. I got nothing. 
And then you're going to like finally cave and just get room service and you're going to pay $25 for a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. Or I have to put a bra on and put some pants on and go find a vending area. It's the worst. It's the worst. It is the worst. Plus this place is like the shining and you can't tell direction. There's like zero one direction. And so when I came back from my session this afternoon, I kept walking up and down the the wrong stinking hallway. <laughs> and finally this guy comes up and he's like, do you need any help, ma'am? And I'm like, nope. ah, no, I'm just a uh, wrong hallway. <laughs> that totally door. happened. <laughs> so we were at this big conference. It was like a four day conference in San Jose. And First of all, we literally never left the building because the hotel we stayed in, the conference was at the same place. So it's great because you don't have to, you know, drive all over the place and you're never late, whatever. But generally, we're outside at least four hours a day when we're working. Yeah. So we're sunshine, fresh air, whatever. And I just kept complaining about how lethargic I was. And I'm like, I don't know what is wrong with me. I am so tired like as the day would go on each seminar we would go to I would just like start nodding off and I'm oh like, no totally embarrassed and I'm like at one point I totally had to bail I'm like I gotta go I gotta go take a nap <laughs> in the hall because I cannot sit through this any longer I'm gonna fall asleep and Jen's like I think it's because we haven't had any sunlight <laughs> for two days oh, so yeah I bet but this place we were at it was hilarious because the elevator only like depending on which elevator you got on it didn't (laughs) stop at every floor so we had postmates delivered and a lot of times they'll bring it straight up to your room but this person wouldn't they like made me go all the way outside to get it oh because he was freaking out about parking oh so I'm like what and she's like nope you got to get it you got to get it and I'm like oh I'm not like I'm barely even dressed so mm-hmm. I just like throw on a big sweatshirt so I don't have to put a bra on mm-hmm. and it's like 95 degrees outside so that's not weird at all um so I go downstairs and I get our pizza or whatever it is and I get on the elevator and it's just filled with people and oh, I'm God. like there looking, you are with a pizza I'm and a sweatshirt. Looking for the floor. And I'm just looking at all the buttons. And I'm like, oh, no, it's I'm wrong. Just, I just feel like I'm hallucinating or something. And I just keep looking at it like <laughs> seven. Was there? Nine. Did it somebody like, take the number six yes, out of our vocabulary? <laughs> I don't see that there is no number six here. Like, this is so weird. So. You know, me being me, I just don't say anything at all. So I just wait. You like, just go on a ride. And I just go on a ride with my pizza for a while. And then eventually I like <laughs> I just get off on some random floor and just like wait it out for a minute. And I didn't take my phone with me either. Because I was just like, I'm just going to go get the pizza and come right back. I was legitimately lost in did this you- hotel. I, I would have just sat down and ate the pizza. <laughs> I had to go all the way back downstairs and go to like a completely different corridor and get oh of elevators. <laughs> and then when I came back, she's like, did you get lost? I'm like, I totally got lost. <laughs> because it had happened to us like uh, several times while we were there. Oh, my God. How horrible. We would just like keep riding escalators like, nope, it's not on this floor. Go back down. <laughs> nope, it's not on this floor. Go back down. Go back up. Nope. Oh. <laughs> that would totally happen to me like just you know think Play oh cool. it's just gonna be one second i'll be gone one second i'm not even gonna i have my big boobs flopping out all over mm-hmm. i'm not gonna put yeah. shoes on i look like right. a homeless person with Nobody's a pizza and then <laughs> just like, everyone's getting off i'm still on it's like yeah the last one. I just get pizzas and ride elevators 30 That's minutes later they come back and they're like weren't you on the elevator when we <laughs> Yeah, but six isn't here still. Where's six? When is six getting here? 
embarrassing. But I just play it like, because <laughs> heaven forbid I should ask for directions right. ever oh, yeah, in right. my life. No, you're not going to. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I will wander around a store for an hour before I ask for someone to help me. At a store? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Really? Remember yeah, when we used to go to Target and we... <laughs> And people thought I worked there every single time I went to Target. <laughs> Not even realize that you're wearing a red shirt and pants. And then people would think that you worked there. Remember that lady who got so mad, so mad at us? Because <laughs> we're just chit-chatting and she's like, Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you have any blah, blah, blah? Um, I don't work here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who would wear red and khakis to Target if they don't work here? It happened to me so. First of all, I yeah. loved that red shirt. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and I wear khakis all the time. To this day, I wear red shirts and khakis. And I'm like, I can't wear my Target uniform or I'm going to end up. Every, it seems someone. like every single time we went to Target, somebody would think that. And then we would laugh and laugh and laugh. It was like every store we ever went to, somebody thought I worked there. <laughs> yeah. People were always asking me where things were. like, mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'd just be like, oh, yeah, it's down the aisle. Like, because who doesn't know where stuff is at Target, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And you I would think take it that. upon yourself, like, to be Midwestern nice and walk them to the right. right? Like, oh, you you want the dairy aisle? Okay, it's over I'll here. take you there. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> now, what are you making? Why do you need this? <laughs> now, I rarely go to Target. I was just there the other day, and I was shocked because it had changed. I was like, oh, yeah. I Our- literally, I have my toothbrush and my toothpaste delivered. I have my produce delivered. I have. Um, do you get the fresh meals or whatever? Or, you oh, know, like I, I just or started. Yeah, I did Blue Apron for a while. Now I'm doing Hello Fresh. Um, Costco can deliver if you want them mm-hmm. to, which we do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just I figure I save more money, and if I don't actually have to go into a store and buy a bunch of stuff that I just see that I don't need. But that's like, you know, soothing to walk around too and just veg out and Oh yeah. I'll do yeah. it for, for exercise. Like oh, just a good time. <laughs> You're just sprinting around Target. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> do I don't work here. I just wear the uniform. <laughs> You've heard of mall walkers and the Target Dasher. <laughs> I just dash through the halls of Target. <laughs> Wearing their united colors of Target. <laughs> no, but like I'll go there just like if I'm by myself and yeah, just veg out and look at stuff and browse and what else. Like it's a time warp. All of a sudden mm-hmm. you leave and oh, it's three hours later. It's like yeah. dark out. Yeah, it's true. Like I got here at 8 a.m. and now it's dark out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I was really excited to move where we moved, you know, where we bought the house where we did, because it was very close to a Target. And I'm like, fantastic. I can ride my bike to Target. I can blah, blah, blah. I can't tell you the last time I was in Target. I, I do the same thing. I order everything online. Everything. I just I, find oh. that, well, it's easier. <laughs> Plus, I don't have to drag anyone with me. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yours are even smaller, so that's even more impossible. Yeah. But. And when I leave the house, Tracy always looks at me and goes, which one are you taking? I'm like, son of a... I know. Really? We used to do that, too. <laughs> oh. You have to take one. Yeah. We still kind of do that. I'm like, where are you going? Take her with you. Take <laughs> You're going to Home Depot? I don't care. Take her. Take her. <laughs> I'll give her a tape measure. She'll be busy for hours. Just take her. <laughs> Home Depot. <laughs> give her a clipboard. That's what I do with my daughter. I'll give her a clipboard and a pen and bring her along. <laughs> She'll be bossing everyone around. Yep, she's the president. She I mean, when I went to IKEA, I I took my daughter and she what? was convinced we could just live there because they got the food court. Yeah, they got the bathrooms, the beds, mm-hmm. all the set up rooms. And now she we have an idea in Milwaukee. I know. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, I wanted one forever. Thing. I went, I get this, like, do you get the $10 thing off for your birthday? 
the ten dollar no. oh well i do and so last year i went my tracy's like i'm gonna take you to ikea for your birthday i'm like fantastic let's go but we're so poor and we're I'm gonna, gonna get swedish go, meatballs yeah i'm gonna get the, the free the that exactly that's why i wanted to go <laughs> i get the same thing every single time i get napkins and cutting boards that's all i get every single time so i'm like okay let's go you know i have this coupon and whatever and, and then you get a free meal and and ten dollars off of whatever you purchase so i'm like great so i picked out you know my napkins and my cutting boards literally <laughs> and my trivets that's what three things and um it was all free i'm like i don't know how much you need to spend to do this but i, I don't know i don't think i have enough and and um I gave her the coupon and she goes, oh, well, it's, yeah, it's, that's yours. Happy birthday. It's free. And I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> and I run. I've always been so impressed with people who can just like go to Ikea for two things. Yeah. Oh, I could. Because I mean, I if don't. I had the means to buy more, I would, but. I Well, I usually don't go unless I, like, before we opened the business, we went and we had, you know, a field day and it was like, oh, yeah, we need this, we need this, we need this. And, um, but yeah, so we're pretty Ikea'd out, but my dining room table is from Ikea. I've had it is <laughs> since that the one before that you we had children. Yeah, yeah. here. I mean, down in Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, so that was, that's a big table too. Yeah, it's huge. But my dining room, it, I mean, it fits in there. We never eat at it, but it accumulates a bunch of crap. Here's the thing um, about Ikea though, is that I'm too lazy. Like I look at these things and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, we should, uh-huh. And that would look great there or whatever. And then I'm like, wait a minute these boxes weigh like 400 pounds and then we got to take them upstairs and then unpack it and then put it together. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I am not. So I think about like the value when my children are older, like well, there's not going to be any antiques in my house. It's yeah. going to be like, Here's a vintage IKEA table of Flarfin flocking. Yeah, uh, these are really, you know, I'll see those on Antiques Roadshow someday. <laughs> There's not. And if you have one in mint condition, yeah. it'll like, will any of this be worth anything? No, nothing will. No, nothing. Absolutely not. Only the. I, I I'm really happy that my mom has instilled that in us, though. Like she gives my kids all these we call them tiki's all these little tiki's and stuff and and it's like okay those will have value and those will you know there's history behind that but literally nothing i own <laughs> has any value like Tracy and I were just talking about that. My mom and dad had the same couch for 25 years and it was like still solid like they got it recovered three right. times my couch, I've gone through probably 42 couches, like just rando couches. Right. Because of kids or because of whatever, because they're cheap or because they're like a hundred. I, I can't even tell you how many couches. When I look right. back at pictures, at old pictures, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that furniture. That was so cute. And then we had kids and it got destroyed. Oh. I had the cutest blue couch when... Um, we first lived in Wisconsin. I remember that. That was a comfy couch. Yeah. I wish I still had it, but we got like a Costco big sectional when we moved here. Mm -hmm. And I, first of all, I refused to buy another couch until these squatters no longer live with us uh -huh. um, if I can, because I mean, it's being held up with Twix bar wrappers, basically, at this point. It's just the, the stuffing. It's like, it's, you know, there's some saggy areas, but I think my daughter just thinks that if she shoves some more Twix bar wrappers <laughs> in there, no one will notice the couch right. is sagging and falling apart. And, oh, my know, God. Doesn't smell like dog because it smells like granola bars. Yeah. And Skittles. Skittles. It just smells like All sugar. Skittles, yeah. And maple syrup. Random cheese crackers. and Oh, oh my God. God. It's so disgusting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. I refuse to even have people in our house. I'm like, this is like, 
any time, at any point, somebody could call CPS and be like, man, you should check them out. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> Not really. Just, I'm kidding. For no, those. no, I'm joking. Kidding. Don't. <laughs> God, that's the last thing I need. Mean. Number four. CPS showed up. Episode number five. Guess what happened? <laughs> we'll, we'll count. It used to be how many, how fast can you get Casey to cry? And now it's like, how fast can you get the police to show, <laughs> show up at Casey's house? <laughs> how many times? Once a month? Twice a month? What? Oh, gosh. Which, by the way, with the dog incident, um, I'm pretty positive that I was supposed to go to city hall or wherever and um, like three or four days ago. So I might be wanted <laughs> to do what you had a court date. No, like I had to, I guess I had to just show them his records or I don't know really why, but I'm I thought you just got go a down. warning. I did. It was on paper. And they're like, he goes, well, you need to go down and, um like i don't know i'm not sure i was it was very stressful and then i so basically you're a fugitive on the run i am yeah i am it's been nice knowing we'll have a a podcast like you know um (laughs) like that one that they overhear conversations and ear hustle (laughs) but it'll be mean in the prison in northern wisconsin (laughs) my god in jail in tachita I'll be like, what are you in for? I didn't get my dog's records to the lady at City Hall. But you know what? I don't mind it. Because look it, I can watch TV. (laughs) Right? Oh, my. Like, a good hotel or hospital stay is just all you need to just rejuvenate yourself. You And I even think I used to talk to you about this. Like, when people say, what do you want for your birthday? Or what do you want for Christmas? I'd be like... I just want a bottle of NyQuil and a hotel room. Like, that's literally all I want. <laughs> Nobody takes me seriously. I'm like, no, for real. All I want is a bottle of NyQuil. I won't take the whole bottle, obviously. And a hotel room, please. That's it. Nope. Not one person. If you by yourself, why do you need the NyQuil? Just to have some really good sleep. Well, I think just being by yourself would give you really good sleep no. alone. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No, this morning I woke up with, um, like, you could, I'm really sensitive to sound. So I'm hearing, like, somebody's alarm. I It could have been four flights away. I have no idea. But it was just kept going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. it was four o'clock in the morning. I was like, what in all of fuck is going on right now? I stuffed toilet paper in my ears and I tried <laughs> to go back to bed. <laughs> And like I could still hear it. I'm like, why is this happening to me? Hotels are the best because you can just crank up that noisy air conditioning mm-hmm. and just make it so cold in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I do. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what I do. All right, you got anything else for me? Um, have you been watching 90 Day Fiance? No, is oh. it good? Yeah, well, then I don't have anything else for it. <laughs> oh, so now I have to watch it so we have something to talk about? Well, it's the finale. The finale. It was the finale. It was the Did finale. You watch, I never watched The Bachelor, but no. there were, there was a, a girl thing in the last one. A what? A lesbian relationship in the last one. Really? Yeah. She had been seeing a woman before she went on The Bachelor, and she couldn't stop thinking about her. And she was like, I can't lead these guys on, da, da, da. And the producers brought the girl she was dating onto the show. Oh, really? Do you think that stuff is real? I don't know. I mean, I don't think 90 Day Fiance is real, but. You have 90 days to get a fiance? Lesbians do it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we'll talk to you next week. We're going to bring you all in a fiance. We'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> no, I just three days um, in the U-Haul. Boom! Oh, that was pretty much what happened to us. No, it was longer than that. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Not very. It, it not was much longer. Well, the timeline was longer than I thought too, because we had a long distance relationship for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. I th- I think we were probably together at least a solid year. 
Yeah, I think so. It was more than what we were saying in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, not to, like, we weren't living together, but we were, like, you know, together. Right. But we did live together. (laughs) Oh, did we? I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Did you? Wow. It just slipped my mind that whole time. Sorry. Uh, Because I'm bitter that you broke up with me. Mm -hmm. Did I, though? Who knows? Somebody somewhere knows something. (laughs) (laughs) I deny everything. Uh, Jen's like, why did you guys break up? I'm like, I don't know. But she broke up with me. That's all I remember. I I don't think I, well, I don't know. I don't remember. I have a really I'm not a breaker good, upper. <laughs> that's my that's my hidden talent. I block things out. <laughs> like that whole six year relationship I was in, not a clue about it. <laughs> Can't remember squat. So I could have broken up with you, maybe. If I can't remember it, odds are I've blocked it out and probably did do that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. It's all right. I've clearly forgiven you. <laughs> you know, I guess. I Unless like- this is a ploy to like just get me back. Like one episode five, talking all about Casey's secrets. Casey doesn't know where that we're <laughs> that we're recording right now. So I'm just gonna talk shit about her. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Casey loves Q tips. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so funny that you said that. Because I was thinking about what we were talking about, like things that you have to bring to a hotel, you know, when you're travel. Yeah. And I swear to God, I have to go everywhere with Q. You're addicted to Q-tips. And so I was like panicking when I was leaving, trying to figure out what I forgot, which I forgot a lot. But I emptied in a fit of like, oh my god, oh my god, I emptied out a. Um, I took a toothpaste out of its box and I shoved Q-tips in the box of the toothpaste. And I'm like, why didn't you just put them in a baggie? That'll be enough. Because <laughs> that would mean I would have to run upstairs, go back downstairs, probably forget why I was going upstairs in the first place. I just needed to get it done. So I'm like, every time I look at the Q-tips, I'm thinking, oh, thank God I brought all these Q-tips. Oh, God, I got a week's worth of Q-tips. This is the smartest Did- thing I've done all uh, for a long time. <laughs> you're so responsible i forgot pajamas yeah i forgot underwear but i got q-tips i could live for a day um speaking of q-tips which this is what our podcast is now we just talk about welcome to q-tip talk um and the qt um these reusable q-tips ew what yeah i don't know if they even call them q-tips because is that is that a brand? Yeah, that's a know. brand. Now, what? I'm sorry. They're like, they're like silicone no, with little like silicone grippers on the end. And then, I don't know, I guess you just like rinse them, wash them clean. No. Because it's better for the environment. Fuck that. No. I exactly. That's not, who <laughs> I cares? Are you, I'm not going to stick. It's the whole thing. It's like hearing the cotton in your ear. Like everything about the experience. <laughs> And they make me gay. Way in your ear. <laughs> if I, when I do it, it makes me cough. And you just like get all up in there, like I know. your eyes I'm... roll back in the back of your head, and I'm like, Q tip coma. Like I'm like, oh yeah, this is. You're like, oh, it's oh, orgasmic. Yeah, I I just, oh. Give me two minutes, and then I'll be able to talk to you. Again. <laughs> I just got some Q-tips and I need to smoke after this. Gross. <laughs> with that, with that, I think I'm gonna go get some Q-tips. Action. Some Q-tips. <laughs> All right, I think we've said more than enough. I think so. It's been nice and chatting with you. You too. And again, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do that at etcetrapodcast at gmail.com. That's etcetra, E-X-C-E-T-E-R-A, podcast at